Blog Talk Radio. contest is running, and we're getting close to the end. We've got just about three weeks left in the concert. Concert. <laughs> I'm just learning what words are, ladies and gentlemen. In the contest, uh, the uh, deadline to submit your work is Saturday, October 5th, and all of the uh, info on how to enter is on our website at poetrysuperhighway.com uh, slash PSH. Click on the banner there, and you'll see all the info. Over 300 contest entries have come in so far, and uh, we're really excited about that. Our judges, Alexandra Umless, Debbie Hall, and Angel Ellis have been uh, very busy and diligently scoring all the poems that have been coming in. We expect a lot more to come in, and at the end of the contest, we're going to find out who wins. In fact, our next show next month, instead of being an open reading, uh, we will uh, be announcing the contest winners first. That's going to happen on October 20th, uh, right here on Poetry Superhighway Line. And uh, hopefully some of the judges will be able to come back on the air and talk to us about uh, their experience judging the contest. Um, during that show, on October 20th, we will announce the, the uh, top 10 scoring positions. And that's the only place that will do that. Everyone else is tied for 11th, as I like to say. And, uh, and then we will, of course, hear the, two, the, the three winners, who they are. What do you get if you're a winner? Well, uh, you get uh, the money that was taken in from the entry fees. It's $1 per poem uh, to enter our contest, and uh, 100% of that money gets divided up among the top three scoring poets. So let's say we got uh, $1,000 in, 1,000 contest entries. Uh, We've never gotten 1,000 contest entries, but we've gotten upwards of 800 before. But because 1,000 is easy to to do the math on, let me just uh, explain to you how it works. Uh, the first place winner will uh, get 50% of that, so they would win $500. The second place winner would get 30% of that, which is $300. And the third place winner would get 20% of that, which would be $200. So you do the math. If it's another contest, uh, uh, if it's another amount, so I'm just no good at math on the fly. Um, last year we had about 800 contest entries. Um, so we expect somewhere around that, I would guess. But uh, whatever it is, um, all of the money taken in will be given to the three winners, on top of which the three winners will get published on Poetry Superhighway as Poets of the Week, um, announced as the winners. Um, and they'll have the uh, they'll be invited to judge the following year's contest as well. Um, pretty cool to point out that this year's three judges 
are the winners of last year's contest. So it's kind of a cyclical pay it forward kind of deal. But what if you don't win the contest? Well, this is like the really cool thing uh, about our contest. Um, if you don't score in the top three positions and win the contest and get the money, you are for sure going to get something just for entering. We have um, over 100 prizes uh, which have been uh, pledged by uh, a ton of different sponsors, all kinds of books, um, magazines, subscriptions, services, things of specific interest to poets and writers. And uh, we will be um, uh, dividing all of those prizes up um, amongst all of the winners. And every single year that we had this contest, we've been able to offer every single person a prize just for entering. So um, even if you only enter one poem for one dollar, uh, you'll still get something for entering, which is which is pretty cool. You can, of course, enter as many poems as you like. Uh, some people enter as many as 50 poems, uh, some five, some ten, whatever you want. Um, it's just a one dollar per poem entry fee. Enter as many as you want. But the way that you do that is you go to our website, poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH. There is a contest entry form there. You fill it out. You have to know what your contest entries will be. Uh, because uh, part of <clears throat> filling in the entry form there is entering the actual uh, list of poems that you want to enter. Um, after you do that, and then you're going to be shown some contest uh, uh, poem submission and payment guidelines. So the second thing that you do after you submit the form is actually send your poems in. And there's specific instructions on that. They get pasted into the body of an email. You have to uh, make sure they're in the same order as the list that you included in the entry fee. And there's a special uh, email address that you send them to as well. If you send them anywhere else, we're going to send it back to you and say, hey, that's not the right place, uh, and ask you to send it to the right place. We just want to make sure people have read all the guidelines. Um, and then the third thing you'll do is send in the payment, and you can send a check-in made to Rick Looper. Um, that goes right into the prize pot and uh, will be given, uh, divided up amongst the winners uh, at the end of the contest. Um, or you can pay electronically by PayPal or Venmo. Um, and the uh, instructions on how to do that are displayed to you once you submit the contest entry form. Once you do that, um, we send your poems off to the judges. They uh, send them back to us with a, a score between zero to five points for each poems. The three judges themselves have no idea what the other judges um, have, uh, are scoring the poems. I'm the only one who sees the scores. Um, I tally them all up. And at the end of the contest, which means, by the way, that your poem has uh, the potential to score uh, between 0 and 15 points. Um, the, uh, the lowest possible score a judge can give is 0. And then I ask that these quarter point intervals, 0 0.25, 0 0.5, 0 0.75, et cetera, all the way up to 5. So your poem could score anywhere between 0 and 15 points between that first round, uh, between all the judges in the first round of scoring. Um, at the end of the contest, um, I, I sort them see which came out on top. If there's a tie for any of the positions, we do a quick, um, the winning positions, I, I, we do a quick second round of scoring. Um, and the way that works is I, uh, I, I take just, just the ties and I send those off to the judges and they send them back with a new uh, score between zero and 10 points. And usually we have our winners by, by that point. So um, the deadline to enter the contest is Saturday, October 5th. Um, if you're paying by PayPal, that's the date that you also have to uh, pay electronically by PayPal or Venmo. Uh, if you're paying by check, your, your check has to be postmarked by that day. 
Anything that we receive that's postmarked later will not be included in the contest. Um, and even uh, if, you, if you do wait until then and you plan on sending a check, we need to have uh, the check, we need to have that here in Southern California by Wednesday, um, October 9th, I believe it is, the Wednesday after October 5th. Um, even if you send it on time, if we don't have it by that Wednesday, we won't be able to include you in the contest. So if you're planning on paying by check, maybe don't wait till the last minute um, to account for the time that would, it would take for a check to get from wherever you are to wherever I am, which is in the Southern Cal. Um, after, uh, after that, the, uh, the next uh, thing that's going to happen is that we're going to announce the winners, and that's going to happen on October 20th, right here on Poetry Super Highway Live. Uh, following that, uh, that same day, we're going to send out emails to all the sponsors to let them know where to, to, where to send their prizes. We're going to send out uh, the cash uh, prizes to uh, the winners, and uh, our winners will be featured as Poet of the Week uh, for that week on Poetry Super Highway. So it's pretty cool. That's uh, that's our contest. Um, I hope you'll consider entering. And if you have any questions about it, feel free um, to call in in addition to reading a poem and, uh, and letting me know what your questions might be. Um, again, the number to call in if you'd like to call in and participate in the open reading is area code 646-716-7362. We've got, uh, got a bunch of open lines. I've got one caller we're going to get to in just one minute. So odds are if you call in, we'll get you on the air pretty quick. Um, and that's it. Give a call, 646-716-7362. Our first caller is from the 425 area code. Hello. Oh, hello. Yes. Am I on? You're on. Who's this? Okay. Well, my name is Chaim Betzalel, and um, I'm going to be reading a poem, one of a series of poems from my book, Public Works, published by Deco Press. I was on the planning commission of our city, for, which is Stanwood, Washington, for several years. And in order to keep awake, I began to write poems on the agenda some of which I actually read into the meetings. So this is a report to the Planning Commission number three. And these are the actual codes that, that were discussed. On chickens were boosters, but restrictions on roosters within the limits of the city. If you cackle and cluck or look like a duck, you're fair foul. So, re- so <coughs> resolve by committee. But if you're free scratching, you'd better be hatching way out in some other zip code. So take our suggestion or you'll answer the question, why did the chicken cross the road? Each chicken coop must be kept clean of poop or else face removal or fine. And all of the pens for those celibate hens kept five feet from the property line. That's wonderful. That's, uh, that's a lot of fun, and what a great way to uh, make use of your time in a meeting. <laughs> Thank you. Um, if you'd like, I can read another one from that series. Well, uh, let me. Let's. I've got. A, uh, I usually let folks read one poem, so I just I want to make sure that we get to other okay, callers. But fine. I do want to talk with you for a, a few minutes. Um, uh, where where yes. are you calling from? I'm calling from Stanwood, Washington. Stanwood, Washington. And um, the book, I just posted a link to um, the book that you mentioned, Public Works, um, uh, the Amazon product page, in, as comments to the uh, event posting in the Poetry Super Highway Facebook group. So in case people want to check it out, um, or whatever, is, is the book oh. all poems like that? Is that if you were to read another poem? The, the book, 
Yeah, the book is called Public Works, and it's published by Deco Press. D E D like David, E K E L. Deco Press. It's a the web. It's Deco Press one word dot com. Great. And the book is available from from Deco Press. And is is, is everything uh, actually? In- it, it's it's a book that that is a cross genre book. It contains. Actually, I didn't only write poems regarding public works. Uh, I'm an artist as well, and I did sculptures and paintings and other works that, in fact, I did some large casting of serving platters from sewer caps, things like that, and documented them in the book. And then there's uh, six essays on art that I wrote that are appended to the book as well. So... As I mentioned, it's a cross-genre book. Yeah, it's no, that's great. So it's available Press. So it's, it's not all poems written while sitting in meetings? Well, it, it's largely poems. There's actually a Public Works is one of the chapters. Um, another uh, of the chapters is called Yizkor. Yizkor is the – it means remembrance. It's a particular, a particular service in, um, the, in the synagogue. And I wrote a series of poems so that were, that are more serious, including uh, one of them is called "Death Watch for My Mother." So it goes from you know the ridiculous to the sublime, you might say. Well, that's and, wonderful uh, to have um, all of that kind of material in a in a single book, so people can get uh, a variety of experiences. Do you have a? Um, um, I know you, you gave the link to your press. Um, and we do have a link to the book as well. Um, do, you, do you have your own website or any way people can get in touch with you directly? Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, my, my own website, actually, is a website that I share with my wife. We often collaborate under our combined last names, Bitsala Levy. And we, as I mentioned, we live in Stanwood, and we have an art center and gallery here. And our website, which contains... The links to the books, it contains videos, it contains music. A lot of my poetry goes into songs and music that I, that I write. It mm-hmm. contains um, you know, our, our work. We've done a lot of uh, paintings that are in public um, venues, hospitals, and courthouses and such. And that website is called stanwoodhouse.com. That's one word, stanwoodhouse.com. <clears throat> okay. Well, I've, uh, I've just posted a link to that um, as well in the uh, in the uh, in the comments to this Facebook event, and I hope that people well, check it out. That's very kind of you, Rick. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, and I appreciate I'm really, the opportunity to read my poem. I'm glad that you called in today. Um, I, I know we've we've uh, we've uh, I've received emails and material from you before, so I think this is the first time we're actually speaking. Correct. Um, and so that's I'm correct, excited yes. about that. And um, and I hope well, it's not I'll, I'll definitely keep in touch. Yes, absolutely. Oh. I'll, I'll I'll stay in touch. I, I really like. Actually, I learned about Poetry Superhighway through a poetry group, an English-speaking poetry group or English-language poetry group that I belong to in Israel. And uh, there are some very good poets in the English language and in other languages in Israel. And uh, they host different opportunities for poets. And uh, the, the, um, the name of the group is Voices, Voices Israel. And in I'm fact, I've been publishing yeah. some of their... So they are the ones that, that, that um, 
you know, made me aware, turned me on to the poetry superhighway. And I'm very grateful for that. That's great. Yeah. Uh, the, a number of people uh, in that group have been active with uh, Poetry Superhighway for, for many, many years. And so um, it's, it's, it's in, in the fruits of the commingling uh, keep, keep happening. Uh, case in point, you calling in today. So, um, Chaim, thanks so much for calling in and reading your poem. Best of luck with your book, and I hope to talk with you again. Well, it's a pleasure. Thank you, Rick. I'll listen to the rest of the broadcast now. Okay, sounds good. Uh, that was uh, um, Chaim Betzalel calling from Stanwood, Washington, reading a poem from his book, Public Works. Interesting um, concept in particular from the poem that he read. These are these are poems that, that came from kind of scribblings from notes that he wrote while in uh, public meetings to, to help him stay awake. I'm, I'm exhausted today, so I, I could use – I should start scribbling some things down uh, to, to help me get through the rest of the day. So check out uh, more about Stan at uh, stanwoodhouse.com. And just as I mentioned a, a number of times, um, they, and of course I post about this event in the Poetry Highway Facebook group, and in the comments in response to that event, uh, feel free to interact in there. Um, if you're on Facebook, um, it's, a, it's a great chance to respond to people who are reading live, um, and I typically post links um, that are mentioned on the air, so that way, as you're looking at them, you can have immediate access to whatever the info is that is being shared. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the number to call in, and I can't think of any good reason why you shouldn't call in right now, is area code 646-716-7362. Um, this is a great opportunity for you to read a poem on the air um, and for it to be in our archive forever. You're reading it so people can check it out later on. You can share the show and let people know, hey, look what I did. Um, you can read a new poem. You can read an old poem. You can read a poem that's of medium age, if you prefer, something you're really confident about that you want to show off to people, something from a new book that you've got coming out or that is out. Some of you are just working on it. You want to hear how it sounds out loud so you can get to know it better. Whatever it is, give us a call. Area code 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the 510 area code. Hello. Hey, Rick. It's Jay DeSalvo. How are you doing? Hey, Jay. I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm calling from the... Uh Pete's Coffee in the San Francisco Ferry Building. <laughs> was just uh, working on some stuff, took a break, saw your email, and I said, oh, wow, you know, uh, I should call. I've got stuff to promote, and uh, it's been a while. It has been a while. Um, I, um, you know, full disclosure, so people can understand this familiarity, um, uh, Jay, as as you well know, but other people don't. You, you, we met when I was hosting the the reading, or I guess before I was hosting, for that matter, um, the the reading at the Cobalt Cafe here in Southern California. Sure. And you were a great participant in that for a long time, and and then you you moved up to the Bay Area. I might be missing some of your history. Fill in the details, <laughs> the gaps if you're so inclined. Oh. And, and you're okay. still <laughs> you're still you're still up there, and. Um, and uh, uh, the publisher of Pedestrian Press, and um, it's uh, it's cool to hear your voice. Uh, yeah, the Pedestrian Press. Um, that's part of why I thought I might call in. Um, October 13th, we have a great book called Bad Sandy uh, by Cassandra Dalit that's coming out. Um, yeah. 
So I did want to call and let people know about that. The uh, the website is thepedestrianpress.weebly.com, and uh, that'll be available for pre-order up there soon, and you know, all that kind of thing. I'm trying to uh, get better at the you know the business angle of poetry. Ha ha ha. Yeah. That way, everyone can afford one more cup of coffee with all of our uh, all of our earnings from from poetry. Um, you know the uh, the sound is going in in and out on this. So if I uh, suddenly hang up, it's because I can't hear you anymore, Rick. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, uh, no problem. Uh, well, let's hear your poem. Uh, poem, yeah. One that was published in uh, Full of Crow a little bit ago. Uh, it's called Benefit from the You still with us, Jay? Bummer, Jay. It looks like we've lost Jay right as he was about to read his poem. I can't hear him uh, anymore. Um, Jay, if you're still listening, uh, call call back in. Uh, it sounds like we've got a bad uh, cell connection, maybe. Um, so uh, uh, check your bars. I don't know what to say uh, there. Um, I'd love to hear your poem, but uh, Jay DeSalvo is the, the publisher of the Pedestrian Press. You can check him out at thepedestrianpress.weebly.com. I just mentioned they've got a book coming out from Cassandra Dullett, um, who's a, another San Francisco, uh, who's a really wonderful uh, San Francisco uh, area poet, and uh, Jay's been a, a really great supporter of, um, of local poets and of poetry, and um, despite his claim that he's not that great at the business of poetry, has put a great deal of effort into um, into uh, the pedestrian press, published um, the Bicycle Journal for a while, um, puts books out, um, has really done a lot of work to, to promote the poetry of others, and so I can't thank you enough, uh, Jay, for doing that and uh, for including me in those things as you've done in the past as well. And, um, and so thank you. So check them out at thepedestrianpress.weebly.com. Jay, if you're, uh, if you're able to call back in, cause we'd love to hear your poem. Um, and the number for the rest of you is area code 646-716-7362. Call in, uh, we'll get you right on the air and you'll be able to, read a poem. I'm going to play a couple of spoken word tracks uh, right now. Um, as I mentioned um, earlier, uh, we uh, will be playing a brand new spoken word track from uh, the poet Paul Brucker. Um, but before we get to the brand new one, I'm going to uh, repeat one that we played last year, early in 2018. Uh, so if you've been a regular listener to the show, you might have heard this one before. This is the poem Keen Fitful Gusts by Paul Brucker. Keen Fitful Gusts by Paul Brucker. What a waste to be born a poet, but not a very good one. To hobble up the hill to sing your life one more time with feeling. Look into the mirror. See the centripetal meaning of every sensuous fact. Now notice all the broken glass you must arrange to be happy. So what if you're enamored of a life that doesn't work? You can mouth the truths over, over, over and over, over until, until they become, become cliché. All is truth, beauty, and hurts. <laughs> <laughs> 
like hell. Cool. Well, that was um, the sound poem, Keen Fitful Gusts, by Paul Brucker. He's a poet from Mount Prospect, uh, Illinois. Um, a short piece, and um, that was something that we played earlier. And um, I'm excited uh, to play that again as kind of an intro to the new track that Paul has sent us, which is um, a brand new poem called Justifications. So here you go. Here's the brand new track from Paul uh, Brucker, uh, Justifications. Justifications by Paul Brucker. The repairman couldn't repair your sink. Not everything can be fixed. Be grateful you've got a sink. The rain slips through your shoes and soaks your socks. Take time to enjoy the wonder of nature. Are you sure those are your socks? Your favorite TV show has been taken off the air. Rest assured, they took it off for a good reason. Probably because no one understood the jokes. The neighbor ran over your dog. It always savaged his garbage. How do you think it makes your neighbor feel? Your favorite song has a new skip in it. Honor the laws of decay and loss. Of course, had you taken better care of your CD, player and CD, on the bus you get hard giggles or glares. <laughs> Give a glare for a glare, a giggle for a giggle. At least, somebody noticed. Your friend didn't invite you to his big party. He was scared to say directly, you're not my friend. Besides, there wasn't enough toilet paper. <laughs> Loud neighbors have moved in behind the thin walls. <laughs> Your quiet attracts and disturbs them. <laughs> There's nothing on the menu you care to eat. Picky, picky, picky. So pick a number, any number. Your girlfriend found her soulmate on her holiday. She liked what she got, and she really got a lot. She's better off without you. The boss would like to fire you. You're supposed to be a profit center, not overhead. When was the last time you added value? Has anyone told you that your breath is simply atrocious? That's what happens when you swallow your anger. A strange creature won't budge from your chair. The sign said no standing, and there was nowhere else to sit. A stain simply won't come off your best shirt. Freeze the shirt, then chip off the stain with a chisel. Your mother called. She said... She never loved you. You reap the bitter weeds you sow. 
Doctors can't find what's wrong with you. Take a multiple vitamin supplement. Uh, try another Dr. doctor. Valentino, Dr. Valentino, to the OR, please. Dr. Valentino. No one cares if you live or die. If your song is lame, you have only yourself to blame. So cool. That was the poem Justifications by Paul Brucker. Probably my favorite line in it was, uh, your girlfriend found her soulmate uh, while on vacation. That was, um, I mean, there's, there's so much implied with that. There's a whole there's a whole story. There's a whole movie just with that one line. Um, uh, that's by Paul Brucker. Uh, Paul Brucker lives in Mount Prospect, Illinois. And the slogan of that city, according to Paul, is where friendliness is a way of life. That's good. It's good to know. Paul was uh, active in the Washington, D.C. poetry scene um, in the early 1980s, um, and he uh, uh, then headed off to Northwestern University's graduate advertising program um, in a questionable move to earn a decent income. Nevertheless, um, he started writing poetry again later in life, and he's been published a bunch of times in magazines, uh, including places like Crack the Spine, Inkwell, Poitras Review, Ray's Road Review, Specs Journal. He's been in some, allergy, in some uh, anthologies, um, including Pagan's Muse, Words of Ritual, Invocation, and Inspiration. Um, poem he wrote, uh, which we just heard the spoken word track version of Justifications, was printed a while back in an anthology called Essential Existentialism. I don't know any other kind of existentialism besides essential existentialism. Um, I love the I love the all the sound effects that he threw in there. It looks like a sounds like I should say a lot of work went into putting that track together, and the results are fun and interesting. Um, and um, and so thank you very much. Paul for sending in that track justifications for us today. Um, if you would like to hear your spoken word track here on Poetry Superhighway Live in the spoken word during the spoken word track segment of the show, just send me an MP3 or uh, several MP3s if you've got more than one to Rick at PoetrySuperHighway.com, and I'll check them out and uh, and uh, and perhaps play them on a future show. I play at least one spoken word track um, every month, uh, usually at the half hour mark, uh, sometimes more, just depending. Um, so what is a spoken word track? What do I mean by that? Um, it's something that's not just you recording yourself reading a poem. There's extra, extra sound elements that have been added to the poem to help create something different than a straight reading. If you want to do a straight reading, by all means, call in. The number is 646 7362 uh, do it. <clears throat> Anyone is welcome to do that. And we'll get you on the air and you can read the poem. But uh, like like Paul did uh, for it to be a spoken word track, um, add some sound effects to it. It could be sound effects like he did. It could be a musical track under it. Um, it could be a second voice. And we've played poems in the past where the, the extra element in the poem was a second voice giving kind of a counter um, or response to the, the piece that was read. 
one case it was car noise effects, uh, like traffic noise under it. Um, anything of that nature um, would would help elevate it above just a straight reading. Not that there's anything wrong with straight readings, ladies and gentlemen. Those are those are wonderful. But uh, but uh, blending uh, a straight reading with uh, with with other things can be cool too. It's, it's kind of uh, art. It's uh, it's worlds merging, sound and words, etc. The other thing I'll take uh, for this slot, if you're if you're so inclined, is uh, something that was recorded at a live reading. So you did a slate, straight reading at a microphone, and the extra sounds of the track are the ambient sounds of the room that you're in, the audience uh, reactions to what you're reading. Maybe it's laughter or applause or snapping or or the coveted oh when you've read something particularly uh, powerful to someone, uh, something like that um, we'll take uh, as well. So uh, put your MP3s together and send them to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com, and we'll consider them for future editions of the Spoken Word track segment of Poetry Superhighway Live. Uh, the number to call in, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to read a poem on today's show is 646-716-7362. Uh, our next caller. Oh, it looks like we've got 510 back. Uh, let's see um, if hey, that's possible. Jay, is that you again? It is me. Yeah, uh, I'm out here outside uh, next to the ferries where the reception is much better and uh, there's less of a feeling of fear that technical difficulties can destroy everything at any moment. So. <laughs> cool. Well, I can hear you much better, so I'd, let's uh, let's hear your poem. Let's do it. Coming to the tunnel at Civic Center Park, the one where people set up camp, practically living there until the gate goes down. Sitting on the floor all day on the nod, begging for change, then running upstairs to Leavenworth Street to cop, and then back down to shoot and nod. Another man is screaming in pain, and no one cares. I don't really care. Enough to write about it, but that's not enough to help. I don't know him, even though I see him every day. He's not my friend. In his manifesto, the architect, Christopher Alexander, talks about city design in terms of lattices and trees, that is, either laced together or branched apart. A city is not a tree, he says. But I'm not so sure if it matters too much when so much of reality is caused by the lies in our head. I get down to the platform, and every sign down there is advertising a raffle where they are giving away a luxury home, just giving it away to someone who almost definitely that's cool um uh enjoyed that jay i did, i got stuck on the line um a city is not a tree is not a city is that right or was it a city is not a tree a city is not a tree yeah it's uh from a collection of architectural manifestos that was from christopher alexander talking about uh just public City planning, design, buildings, and so on, how things can be built to either bring people together or branch them apart. Yeah. Well, I, I love that line, and it got me thinking how before there were cities, there were just trees that were essentially their own kind of city for for uh, wildlife and and the rest of us before we invented sewing machines. Yeah. Uh, Petroleum and uh, not us, but some form of life, maybe right back in there. 
Exactly. Cool. Well, Jay, I'm glad you got to call back in and uh, and read your poem. Anything else you want to give a shout out to, or, or uh, um, you have your own website yeah, or anything? Just, uh, mention again, uh, without that horrible fear that I can't be heard or I can't hear you, that um, October 13th, Bad Sandy by Cassandra Dollett, who is an amazing poet from up here in Oakland, uh, is coming out. That'll be at thepedestrianpress.weebly.com. If you go there, uh, we also have the Pedestrian Journal, which uh, submissions are open right now for poetry, prose, and artwork. So people can check that out if they so choose. Fantastic. And are you still based in Oakland? Uh, I am in Wisconsin at the moment, so I San Francisco. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Well, I hope that uh, that works out the way that you want it to work out as as fast as you want to. Um, Jay, it's always great to talk with you and hear your voice. Um, and uh, I really appreciate that you Likewise. called in today and, and call in again. I shall. All right. Take it easy. That was uh, Jay DeSalvo. Thank you. That was a Jay DeSalvo calling from uh, from the San Francisco Bay Area, a friend of mine from here from. Uh, here in Southern Cal, where we met at the Cobalt Cafe, uh, where I hosted a reading for, for almost 21 years before the darn place shut down. It's now a, a kitchen and tile store. So if you need a kitchen, uh, kitchen, uh, your, your kitchen redone, you need flooring, you need tiles for your kitchen and bathroom, uh, go to where the Cobalt Cafe was. And maybe they're a good company that does that. I'm not sure, uh, honestly. If you need a poetry reading, don't go there because that, that doesn't happen there. Anymore. If you need a poetry reading, call in the number 646-716-7362. Um, so uh, I mentioned our contest is uh, is still happening right now. I just want to encourage everyone to get their submissions uh, in uh, to it. Uh, we um, we've got just three more weeks. I mean, usually it gets super busy in the last three weeks of the contest. Um, all the guidelines um, I mentioned earlier, but you can check them out at poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH. There's a big banner right on the front that says, enter the contest. It's all right there, and uh, you should definitely consider doing that because you will win a prize just for entering the contest. Um, so uh, I'm going to play another spoken word track right now. This one is uh, from... Uh, this one is from Cliff Bernier. It's called Dreamtime. Dreamtime. Under the skin of the earth, our ancestors are waiting to be born. Waiting to be born like the snake man and the bandicoot. Cockatoo man and the eagle hawk soaring. Honeysuckle opening in the billabong. Sun tossed like a stone on a feathered string. Broken from the shell of an egg. Birds scattered like shards of a rainbow, shattered in the dreaming of the first day. The first day. Shattered in the dreaming of the first day. As the seed of the earth cracked and the ancient ones awakened their eyes to the light of the stars set like fires in the fields to warm the wanderer on his walkabout across the desert that named him. Poesis. Waterhole dreaming. Great spirit dreaming in the skyland, dreaming of the forest and the ocean, infinite 
And if it were another life, if it were another life, timeless trails would guide my way. If it were another life, if it were another life, if it were another life, a traveler's voice would sing my dream. If it were another life, if it were another life, if it were another life, these words would move between my words. If it were another life, conjured him like the bark of a kulaba tree. Mother sun and lover moon waxing and waning in the cadence of singing. Named him from the tree. Conjured him like ranges raised by the seeker, tracking notes like footprints of the ancient ones who sang before. Named him like footprints. Conjured him like the song map in the rope of stars knotted to the Milky Way where he fell like the torch-bearing sun calling for its spirit child, a mokul dwelling in lairs. Named him from the song there. Conjured him like the cry of a didgeridoo, crow snatching the fire stick to slay the snake in the bloodwood tree. Named him like fire. And if it were another life, if it were another life, timeless trails would guide my way. If it were another life, if it were another life, if it were another life, a traveler's voice would sing my dreams. If it were another life, if it were another life, if it were another life, these words would move between my words. If it were another life, I sang his dreams and the desert that named him. I sang the river and flooded the land. I traveled the song lines from daybreak to sunset on trails that whispered my dreams in the hillocks and the vales of Orem. I sang grass trees to couplets sand dunes on trails that whispered my dream. She stepped into his dream and sang the verses that named him. She sang the verses that named him and conjured the land. She sang him from the sun wandering aimlessly in the sky. She sang him from the moon teasing the crocodile in the stream. She sang him from the earth cracking on the first day. She sang him from his work and whispered his songs. She reached for his hand and his eyes became the southern cross. She reached for his legs and his feet became the southern sea. She sang him from the sleep of the ancestors dreaming. She sang him from the stories of dream time. And if it were another life, if it were another life, timeless trails would guide my way. If it were another life, if it were another life, if it were another life, a traveler's voice would sing my dream. If it were another life, if it were another life, if it were another life, these words would move between my words. If it were another life.
right, that was the poem Dreamtime from uh, Cliff Bernier. Cliff uh, lives in Virginia, um, and uh, we played tracks by him before. He's got a great one uh, from our new, that's sort of New Orleans-based called Congo Square, which you can find on, uh, on uh, earlier PSH Live shows, and you can check him out at cliffbernier.com. That's uh, C-L-I-F-F-B-E-R. N I E R, and um, I also am about to post a link to that website in the uh, Poetry Superhighway Facebook group as a comment in response to this event posting. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, that's going to be our show for today. Thanks, uh, thanks to everyone for calling in. Thanks to Chaim from uh, Stanwood, Washington. Thanks to Jay DeSalvo for calling in twice from San Francisco Bay Area and stepping outside the coffee house so we could hear him when he called in the second time. And thanks to Paul Brucker for uh, sending in spoken word, the new spoken word uh, track justifications that we played earlier today. And thanks to Cliff Bernier from uh, Virginia for uh, the uh, track Dreamtime as well. Our next show, as I mentioned earlier, is going to be on Sunday, October 5th, 2 to 3 p.m., Pacific time. That's going to be a special show, not an open reading, uh, where we announce the winners of our currently running poetry contest. Uh, so that's the first place that you'll hear about um, who the winners are. If you happen to be a contest entrant, and uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to list the names of the people who scored in the top 10 slots, um, uh, which includes the top, the winners, the top three scoring poets. If you happen to be one of those 10 people, you're going to be invited to call in live and read your poem that scored in that slot live on the show. So it's well worth listening because not only will you hear first who won the contest and find out if it's you, but if you happen to score in the top ten spots, you will, uh, you're invited to call in and read, read your poem that was lucky enough to score in one of those spots. Our next actual open reading will be our November show that's going to happen on November 17th. Again, 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific. That's always when we do our shows. Um, so the deadline to enter the contest, again, is Saturday, October 5th at midnight Pacific time. Um, that's also your deadline to postmark entry fees as well as uh, or, uh, and or uh, make your payments electronically. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you next month. Check out our website at poetrysuperhighway.com for all the details on all of this, and have a good rest of your day.